Welcome to Talking Travel on 2NURA FM. Greg Richard joined today by Sally Lucas, back with us in the studio. Great to see you, Sally. Thanks, Greg. Great to be back. Excellent. What do you got lined up for us today, Sally? Interesting bits and bobs. Okay, um, Talking right. about be aware when you're away as far as, you know, pickpocketing and so on is concerned yep. and things to assist you with that. And how to sort of maybe treat every trip you go on as a as a pilgrimage, that you're, you're seeking something that's taking you away from your everyday life. Right. And also, I'm um, getting a bit deep there, aren't I? Mm. And um, Antarctica, um, what, what sort of ship should you choose depending on the sort of experience you want in Antarctica? Well, an iceberg-proof one, I'd imagine. <laughs> an icebreaker sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> It's, Not a Titanic, anyway. It's, it's Talking Travel on 2NURFM 103.7. And Sally Lucas, we're looking at, I guess, kind of it's safety sort of tips, really, isn't it? Or? Yeah, well, it's a bit of everything today. I just thought I'd go down a different tack. I mean, I often just talk about a region or a country, but mm-hmm. I thought it's interesting to talk about other issues that, that you know, that happen whilst you're travelling. Yeah. And, of course, pickpocketing is quite common, as, as we all know. And I've known several clients of mine who've really been badly pickpocketed. Yeah, right, okay. And, um, yeah, passports, everything taken, you know, the lot, just being not being observant enough about what they've done with the handbag or whatever. Yeah. I think we're too trusting in Australia. Like, you'll often, if you go to a cafe, you'll see someone pop their bag on the floor on the back of a chair. Yeah. And you just can't do that. I, th- I think we kind of feel that we don't think pickpocketing happens here. No, no, you, we probably don't. And the thing is, they're so cunning. Like, even in Europe, you can say you, know, you stop to watch uh, a performer in the street who's doing yep. acrobatic things or whatever, he'll often have a, an accomplice who's yeah. going around the outside of the circle while you're so concentrating engaged, yeah. and engaged watching him and they'll be sneaking things out of your pocket. They're yep. so clever. It happened to me. Like, I, I can vouch for it. It, yep. it happened to me. I was silly. I'd opened a bag. I was in Lisbon in Portugal. We were in an ice cream parlour. Anyway, my husband didn't have the loose. He said, oh, have you got a small amount of euros? I said, yeah, yeah I think I have actually, you know. So I opened my bag and I got the euros out, mm. given it to him, but didn't zip my bag back up again. All right. Went down the street, was going to go into a different store, put my hand in my bag, no wallet. Holy dooly. No wallet. No, I didn't. I felt someone jostle me. At the time just in the a, queue, but yeah, because just, it was a long queue, it was one of the most popular ice cream parlours in, you know, so the people queued up yep. for the ice cream. I didn't take any, make any, And you, you know, kind of don't think it's quick enough as well? When they just no, bump and it was you. just a bump and I didn't feel anything taken. It was just this yep. bit of a bump, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I was caught with that. It was a weekend and so then I had to ring all my card providers and, uh, you know, yep. you know what the rigmarole is when no, that, that sort of thing it's, happens. It's not a pleasant thing to do. And, no, and no. And it's also... And, quite but it, exhausting. As I, oh, it is. And as I said, it does happen. And that was me. should have known better, mm. you know. But it, it's sometimes a simple thing like that. You just, oh, yeah, I'll grab those few euros and, and I would have gone outside oh. and zipped my bag up again but, yep. but just didn't do it while I was in the That's ice cream queue. So you, you just never know when someone's going to try and take advantage of you. Yep. So all I'm saying is be extremely careful, you know. Um, you just... You just don't know. I had another friend. She was on a train. Same thing. They were so clever. They ripped the bag off her shoulder just before the next stop. As it was virtually pulling up at the station, jumped out. The doors were shut. She didn't have time to get out. Off she goes on to the next railway station. Everything. Passports, the whole handbag gone. 
And by the time you get back there, it's they're, 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 they're well long gone. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I don't want to talk about this and it's going to spoil your holiday. I, I'm just saying these things happen and all you're going to do is make yourself more aware, more prepared. Be a bit more vigilant. And, Be yeah. vigilant. Have a bag that goes across your shoulder that you're hanging on to so it's tucked under your arm. So when across yeah. the bag shoulder, like bum bags and things like that, they're just the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, you know, it's so obvious sitting... Yeah. But also, like, don't have a lot on you. Like, leave things in your hotel safe if you have to. Like, only have essential. Yep. Like, sometimes you don't need to have your passport. All you need, you could use your licence or you could have another form of ID that, that is sufficient yep. or have a photocopy of your passport. You know, if you're taking more than one card or multiple cards, again, put them in your in your safe. So if something does unfortunately happen to get taken, you're not losing everything. Yep. And also make copies of everything, you know, whether you just keep them on your phone. But then if your phone's stolen, everyone says, oh, you know, I don't keep paper copies. It's all digital. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if your phone's stolen oh. or your laptop or your iPad, it, it, I still think it's wise to keep a paper copy. And I usually put it into a, a zipped bottom section. I've got yep. suitcases, yeah, with a zip in the bottom. So it's in my well, room. Way, su- at least you have something then. Because if, then you, you've got, yeah. if you lose your phone and everything, you go, and you've got nothing to back it you've up. You've got nothing. No, it, you can't, you're kind of nobody. <laughs> well, you are. You suddenly think, oh, my God. You know, and we've, we've helped people. And I guess, again, I can only praise travel agents, not just, just our, our office, anybody's office, that we do this sort of stuff. Like when people get caught like this overseas, that they ring home and we can help them. You know, we'll get them onto the Australian embassy in the country they're in to help, you know, expedite, expedite getting the new passport or, you know, getting all, fixing flights up like these clients we had in Milan. As I said, everything was stolen. The the wife had all the husband's stuff in her handbag as well, so they lost all passports, air oh, tickets, yeah. everything. Absolutely. And it was Australia Day, so the embassy in Milan wasn't even open. It was a holiday. <laughs> so they had to wait another day. They were flying out that night. You know, and then luckily, you know, extra accommodation was obtained for them. Flights were obtained, you know, a yep. couple of days later to give time for all this to happen. So, again, this is where your travel agent is such a good backup because if you've just done everything online, you've got no one to help you. Yeah, yeah true. You know, no one at all. <laughs> Ghostbusters, maybe. maybe. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, so all I'm saying is be vigilant, be careful, think about what you're doing when you're sitting down somewhere Look around even. Be observant yep. as well, you know, because often there'll be someone that'll start a conversation with you and it's not them that's doing it. It's the accomplice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. They've got someone in tow with them. So, you know, travelling's a wonderful thing. We all love travelling, but we also want to be as safe as possible. And yep. you don't want those hassles of having to, oh, my God, now I've got to, yeah. you know, go through all the hoops and the... Well, it's kind of you got a couple of days ruined because of that because you've got to go you, find... You do, yeah. So, yeah, just just be vigilant and just be careful and just make sure there's copies, even if you leave copies with family members at home. These are yep. all my details. So if I ring you and I need them because I need to have a new passport issued or something yep. happened... They can, le- they can send that they over. They can and, send that yep. over to you. I mean, these days with, you know, everything electronic, they can be emailed to you or texted to you yep. or, or whatever. Or even if you stay at a hotel, you can arrange to use the hotel facilities. You know what I mean? So nothing... Nothing is hard anymore like it used to be. No. Well, you don't have to wait to be posted over anymore. Well, that's right. So at least it can be done quickly, but we don't want it to happen at all, if possible, of course. But, yeah, vigilance. Exactly right. We'll talk about making pilgrim. Yeah, trying to be a bit of a pilgrim when you go on holidays. It's Talking Travel on 2NURFM, and Sally, we're looking at going on a pilgrimage, I guess you said. Yes, I did. Uh, it It does sound spiritual. Well, it can be spiritual, but that doesn't have to be religious. 
Okay. You get what I mean? Yep. Right. Yep. So tired of holidays lazing on beaches or inspecting paintings? Well, some people might be and you might want to limber up and, and go on something a little bit more adventurous. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, think about it. You might want to be a Buddhist or a religious aesthetic or anything, but going somewhere where Buddha, Buddhism is um, recognised their way of life is very peaceful and very quiet. Even yep. if you visited some temples or went and stayed at a, at a Buddhist retreat, you don't have to be a Buddhist, but it's just letting your body and everything calm down and you might have come out of a busy job, busy lifestyle. Where doing something like this can actually just restore your, your energy and your health. your soul, so to speak. Yeah. Ex- exactly, exactly. So, you know, if it's in Japan, you know, you can go and do um, hiking in, in the forest with these haiku masters. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at one with nature, you know, the beauty, you know, of these misty forests as you're wandering through the clean air. So it doesn't always have to be about visiting museums and, and art galleries yeah. and buildings. And sitting on the beach. Yeah. And, or sitting on a beach, yeah. So, you know, you might want to go to a Buddhist chanting in a Thai temple, or which is just quite uplifting when you hear it, or, yeah. you know, the monks when you see them in, in the countries like Laos and Cambodia, you know, uh, of a morning when they... they you give them something because they're poor and it all goes towards helping them, yep. you know, do what they need to do. Um, but, yeah, then it's also physical exercise. Like even – I'm not saying you have to climb Mount Everest or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But but just to be out there walking and, and in a more of a – not a power walk, like gentle walking through a – even if it is still through a village or through a forest or wherever it might be or even a walking trail, it's not a race. Yeah. Like be it, make it more meditative that you're actually taking in your surrounds and getting rid of whatever else was in your mind before you went on your holiday so that you can really immerse yourself in your experience. And I think that way you get a lot more out of it, whether it's the, the air, the, the beauty of nature, um, the history, the culture of the people, the food. You know, as I've always said all the way along, you've got to stop and smell the roses. Even on yep. any sort of holiday, you've got to just have time out every so often. Mm. Just or sit and watch the world go by. Stop and smell the street food or something. Or... Well, yes, smell whatever you like, like... really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> But like, as I said, you don't have to go and visit pilgrimages just to see the Mona Lisa or eat in the world's best restaurants. And sure, if that's yeah. what you want to do, yeah, that, if that's right, your yeah. bent, that, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that's what you've got to do. So I think when you're thinking of a holiday, and you might not want to be a pilgrim every time you go, but just think of it, oh, this is my pilgrimage. This is, this is what I want to get out of this yeah. particular holiday at this instance in my life. And it might be immersing yourself somewhere with nature, you know, or swimming in beautiful, you know, heated pools in in Japan, you know, where you've got the cold air around you and the warmth of the beautiful, you know, hot pools. So anything that's going to make you, I think, feel that you're sinking into, you know. Just sinking into their culture or? yeah. Yeah, the culture, but even like a new you if you know what I'm trying to say, like you're discovering a part of you that you probably don't recognise is there when you're at work or you're doing your routine, yeah, 24-7, and you get away on something like this where you can just really let yourself go, you know, and just really relax. And relax, as I said, doesn't have to be on a beach. It can be relaxed. You can be relaxed doing anything you want so long as you're letting your mind and body relax to do it. So just sort of take your, take take yourself away from what you're currently in. Basically, sort of yeah. Get, yeah. Basically, just just giving yourself another look at life that's totally different to what you do at home, 
And I think to me, that's often what a holiday should be about, that yeah. you're experiencing something totally different. The kind uh, of, yeah, the refresh yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah a refresh, a restart button, a reboot like the computer, <laughs> you know. When you, you know, we always say if everything goes wrong, you turn the computer off and you turn it on again. So this is what you, you're turning yourself off from what you've been doing in life. Go away, refresh yourself, turn yourself back on and you'll be a different person. And if that's not work, call IT. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll be back with some hot deals next. It's Talking Travel on 2NURFM and so we're going to wrap up once again with a couple of hot deals for us. Certainly have. Close to home, Norfolk Island. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful package. It's everything included, which is always a good thing, isn't it? No, well, no yeah. hand in the pocket all that's, the time. So I, If everything's included, that's a big tick straight away. It's a huge tick. So this <laughs> is return air with Qantas, your airport transfers. You get seven nights accommodation, breakfast, lunch, dinner, even snacks. Um, you get seven-day car hire on Norfolk Island because you do need a car you know, to be able to get around. Yep. Um, they do also include three dinner tours. They do every, I can't think whether it's a Friday night or not. It is on Lord Howe, I'm not sure about. But they do an island fish fry night, which is really good, oh, where nice. you get the local fish all cooked fresh. Yep. Um, they do a progressive dinner and a commandant's dinner and show. And lots of extra things are included as well. Six DIY tours that you can do. They just give you where to go and how you can do it in yep. your own vehicle. So, yeah, these are fantastic packages. And, of course, they operate um, all, all year round. There will be times over school holidays where they don't because it's a very high season, as you can imagine. So the, the packages don't operate then. But these packages are a really good value for money if you want to immerse yourself in a destination like Norfolk where you're learning about the history which of course there's heaps of of course from days of bounty and convicts and all of that sort of stuff to also being on the most beautiful island where chooks and um, cows rule Okay. So when you're driving around, be careful. They're just yeah. they they're free range. Take gum boots. Free range. They're just yeah, everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. They're just docile and they're you know, slowly plodding yeah. along. So, but yeah, Norfolk just just a fantastic thing mm. to do. Um, I just thought I would mention. I know the world's not a very happy place at the moment and with Russia, Ukraine, etc. and also what's happening in the Middle East. So just to let you know, if people out there, our listeners, did have cruises particularly that were booked to include those destinations, which of course a lot of them did, going down into into Israel, Lebanon, etc. Most of the cruise companies are rerouting, obviously, their itineraries. Um, so you might want to check with your travel agent as to you know what the ports are that they're adding in or what they're you know You'll what they're changing because they for 2024 even they're going as far ahead as that until things settle down like they're obviously going to be avoiding these these yep. areas and these countries. So I just did want to mention that that obviously everyone is, is concerned and of course they're not going to take you into those areas while yep. there's any sort of you know war happening. So yep. a lot of the uh, yeah, they're all bringing out their new itineraries, just advising you with what additional ports they're going to offer you instead of the ones you may have had before. Um, while we're talking cruising, Emerald Cruises, which is that beautiful luxury uh, cruising, they only take 100 guests and they've got some wonderful cruises going around the Mediterranean area, the Seychelles, East Africa and the Caribbean with some savings on them at the moment where you can save up anything from 1500 up to 5000 on some of the longer cruises per person. Just get in early, subject to availability as long as it lasts. Um, Europe by rail. Now that's love. People love rail and I think rail is wonderful. You sit back, you relax, you look out the window, it's it's chilled, you That's know. It. Well, it's always something different as well, like your mountain sides. Yeah. So many different options. So. And you're not worried about driving, particularly if you're in Europe where it's the other side of the road. I mean, England's not so bad. At least the rules of the road are the same. But the roads there, like we might think our roads are busy. You've got to imagine how many people live in the UK in one small yep. 
country. Well, just imagine how many people live in London, let alone. Let alone. <laughs> well, that's it. So in, doing these train journeys are wonderful. There's an Edinburgh and the Highlands one. It's a nine-day itinerary there. And again, it's doing an ancient um, steam train part of that as well called the Jacobite tr- steam train for a part of the journey. And obviously you're going to get to lots of lovely areas like Fort William, Inverness, the Isle of Skye, all of those sort of areas. It's nine days and it starts from under 5,000, which is a saving of 1,400 per couple. And there's one doing the Arctic Circle Express. Now, that would be an interesting one to do, I think. So it's got 27 meals. It's 17 days. And you're going on the most north, one of the most northerly railway lines in the world, the, the Lofoten Railway. Yep. And you're cruising along the waters of the wonderful Granger Fjord, which I have been lucky enough to do when I was in Norway. It's just the most spectacular fjord. I mean, all of the fjords in these countries are just, just magnificent. Yep. So scenic. So that's a beautiful itinerary to do. Savings up to 1000 per couple on that one. And there's lots of other deals coming out for 2024 and 25 with uh, good Good savings. Again, as we've always said before, um, Greg, get in as early as you can if you want to take advantage of savings. And also these days, since COVID, <clears throat> there are often more flexible cancellation policies or transfer to credit to a later date if you're concerned about travelling yep. in a certain area or you might have come across some ill health or you just have to postpone. Yep. So at least we've got a little bit more flexibility now in, in travelling that we can often transfer to another date without yep. penalty. So well, that's, that's good. So you can like, hit train or delay or delay yep. for another year. So look, I, we can't do it this year now because of whatever it might be that yep. has happened or whatever your circumstance. So yeah, there is more flexibility in what we're doing now with travel, which is which is a good thing that has come out of COVID. If anything good could ha- could come out of that, <laughs> gotta find some positives out of it. Exactly. Yep. And um, yeah, but early, early, early. Like as I mentioned even last week to Mark, like just travelling around Australia as we just have done. If I hadn't pre-booked. Some of all well, I pre booked all of our accommodation actually. Yep. We, we wouldn't have stood a chance, nearly everything was you know, signs out the front no vacancy, no vacancy, no yep. vacancy. So, even within Australia, like you really do need to plan and get in as early as you can. You, if you're traveling with a caravan or something, and you might get an, a non powered site easy enough, but you know, if, if even with caravanning, like there's so many people went out there during COVID and bought four-wheel drives and caravans that even all the caravan parks now you drive past and they're, they're, they're chockers as well. So it's not just the hotels and the motels. It's just about all standards of accommodation are very, very heavily booked. So well, yeah, I think we went to Sydney a couple of weeks and I booked a, ended up booking a, a pub room. Because <laughs> you couldn't get... Yeah, and that was... And I struggled to get that as well. That yeah. Was, I just yeah. got it. Yeah. No, well, it's um, true. It's, it's That's what it is at the moment. It's the old days of like, I'll just uh, pack up my bags and go yeah. away for the weekend. Let's sort it out when I get down there. Yeah, yeah. no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but Yes, the earlier the better. But look, we'll have more interesting stuff next week. And I didn't get to Antarctica today, Greg, but we'll talk about that in a different manner next week about how and why you should go down there and what sort of vessel you should you travel on. Exactly. Oh, well. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about Antarctica. I know, we did. We forgot about Antarctica. We'll do it next week. Right, done. Sorted. Okay. Say, so, Lucas, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.